0: Hey, Wonderfuls, welcome to episode 449 of the JV Club. This is a special episode in that if you are a MaxFun supporter, and I appreciate you so, so, so very, very much if you are, you may have already heard this episode because it was previously bonus content for MaxFun 2020. It is my episode with my dear friend and Legend of Korra co-star PJ Byrne, who plays Bolin. It's a wonderful episode. He is a wonderful beautiful man with his heart full of love and we thought it might be fun to release this never before released to non-max fun members episode out to you folks who maybe haven't heard it yet i hope you enjoy it i hope everyone is having a safe and pleasant holiday i know things are back to being pretty so in the world so take care of yourselves and each other and i'll talk to you soon I'm gonna jump right into it because this is how I do. Let's go, um, Jay Barnes. When you were in high school, I'm, we're, I'm obviously making jokes right now about a hard, a very hard drug called cocaine. Which I, uh,
1: which I was the best. I did a world record down a 19 foot hallway, end to end. Went up my nose in one shot. <laughs> 19 feet. No one's beat it yet. No one's beat it yet. That is such a lie. Gross. That is such a lie. Gross.
0: Uh no, but I'm I really am curious. Do it. Uh, I'm curious
1: did you about have your that high like, school cocaine I'm really, life? I'm
0: curious about I'm curious about you needing to get clean. Uh what <laughs> did you, were there was there some was there like was cocaine like a thing for you when you were a young person oh like in God, high school? No, because,
1: never. Jesus. Yeah, that, for me for, No.
0: No, for me neither, but there are some high schools that you hear about where it's like Wait, what? Like people were doing cocaine at parties yeah. when they were in high school? Well, we That's lived, insane. I lived in
1: suburbia, uh, New Jersey, but you know we would go into New York City sometimes when we were in high school, um, and those kids were just so much faster than us. I mean, we were just drinking our first beers, like, and they were they were like doing some some stuff. I was like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, the city kids were yeah. very fast, and I was, I was, I was not that kid at all. I mean, I was drinking beer, obviously. Um, I'm not. Obviously. Obviously. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I even think we had like wine coolers and stuff. Like, <laughs> Oh, for sure. Remember those days? For sure. Wine beer, I mean,
0: beer is not great. Like, I mean, I don't know. I remember being like relieved when there would be kind of bad beer that was also kind of flat. Like I, that, that was felt okay. to me you somehow more palatable yes. than like, yeah, than like the bubbliness of like the bitterness that comes with the, the, um, just the bubbles, you know, the carbonation, that makes it even oh, that's more what bitter we went if you're a person to. who doesn't yeah. like beer. So there was a kid who yeah. was older
1: who had the best ID. And we – first of all, you're drinking the crappiest – can we curse on this? You're dr- I won't yeah. curse though. You're drinking the crappiest, worst beer because it's cheap. And there was a you – know, we lived on the border of like – my backyard was essentially like the state of New York. And we used <laughs> to go into New York to to buy from this one place And it sold a beer. I don't even know if they still make it. And I'll never forget it because I've thrown up so many times from this beer. It was called (laughs) Golden Anniversary. And it had the gall to put, like, award-winning beer from, like, all the festivals, like, it won. Oh, no. But it it tasted like cat urine. But you didn't know any different. (laughs) So you drank it. And I remember I've always never been good. That's why I really don't drink a ton. I mean, obviously, I do drink. But, like because I, I i wake up with horrible hangovers so i have to be very like delicate but i just yeah. remember drinking this beer and always waking up with like a knife in my eye there's like i think there's a knife in my eye from golden <laughs> anniversary i got to look it up to see if they still drink it and and if they do i thank you mr golden or mrs golden anniversary you know for the yeah. for the joy you brought me for like 3 to 7 hours but the next day the horror the horror <laughs>
0: That's a very bold statement to name something after like a one-off event that happens... One could say, <laughs> at best, once a year. The idea that yeah. you would name something that's intended for regular consumption, just as the like what well, probably your f- I, like think the 50th
1: beer, yeah, I think the fiftieth wedding anniversary beer. The beer is so bad they know like there's going to be one time in fifty years that you will drink it and enjoy <laughs> it, not barf and not be hungover. So if you can get, right. if you can keep drinking to get to the golden anniversary, one time pure happiness. God bless right. you. Cause it never <laughs> happened. I, it was just a horror show all the time. But we went right back <sighs> to it. I think it was like five dollars a case. I mean, it was that ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was that crazy. Like I'll get two cases. I'm, this is on, this one. This was on me, boys. I'm buying. Right. It was incredible.
0: You what you describe is something that a lot of my my Jersey friends seem to have experienced, which is that that idea of being so close to the city and having those interactions with the city. Oh, yeah. But it being such a separate experience from your day-to-day, like the transformation of... You know, it's not like you like, oh, yeah, listen, it was real close to like being in New York. You know, it was like Brooklyn. You know, it's not there's the the the, the divide between suburban no, New Jersey huge. experience and then going into New York is like huge, uh, I, huge, right?
1: Uh, my, my dad worked there for a lot of years because he worked for IBM forever until they, they kind of went to suburbia. But, you know, they moved all the offices. But uh, growing up in New Jersey, like I idolized New York City. And still to this day, yeah. it's like my favorite city um it's it's not even real to me it's like I feel like I'm on a movie set like I love when I get to act in New York to me that's like for, I don't know whatever reason I'm like I feel like I made it when I get to act on the streets of New York City I'm like this yeah. is real I'm not on a sound stage in LA faking it like you're in right. New York and and it just it's the greatest feeling in the world because that city to me was was just like That was being in a movie. Just even going to the city was so – it was so big and just I couldn't wrap my head around it as a little kid. And for my whole life, it's just such a special place to me.
0: Yeah. God, that's so – you're such the perfect – actor then to do some of the stuff that you've done for like like who could marty scorsese want to work with more than the guy who's like when i'm on the streets of new york (laughs) acting that's when i know it's real (laughs) no i
1: do i swear to god it's real it's i mean there was even one day doing vinyl and i'll never forget with ray romano and and we took two things one one time we took over a diner and then one time we took over like this fame i think this famous steakhouse and, and then in the diner scene, we were sitting like in the window and you can't – you're not allowed to shut down the city, right, in New York. It's right. crazy. So like regular people, you got to like play the game. But I'll never forget we're in this window diner in this like just – great field diner and I and and we're making them make us food like the diners like we'll make the food for the scene I'm like this is great because I worship diner food so I'm eating these amazing eggs I'm doing this great scene with my buddy Ray Romano which is like magical who I love yeah and then there's they they're popping all these old time buses coming by and I'm just like this this might be my happiest moment like acting this is so fantastic it also just feels so real Because there's, there's and it's, the work is so much less. Because A, A, you got, first of all, Ray's such a good actor, so he just makes it seamless. But, like, I'm not imagining anything right now. It's all so genuine. And it's just so special. And you're, like, in the, I just couldn't believe it. Like, like this is the city I worshiped, and now I get to do the thing I love the most in this city. It was great.
0: And those moments are so important, too, with what we do. Because, you know, kind of what you were saying earlier. Like, there's, you can sort of get wrapped up in the humdrum of you know, a lot of downtime or, you know, being someplace on just sort of a hot set that, you know, sort of doesn't feel it doesn't give you that same sense of imagination and that same sort of childlike wonder at what we get to do. Although I will say, and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but still sometimes like driving onto a studio, especially driving because so often when we audition, we have to walk on, you know, Um, but even sometimes walking on like that, that definitely that feeling of, you know, oh, this is where it all
1: happens. What, look, I'll t- like, I'll, I could definitely yeah. connect with that. I'll add to that. So, when I came to LA, um, God bless Chris O'Donnell. I, I I was lucky enough when I came to LA to start doing commercials. That's how I really started. Like those are the days where like you got a commercial and like you made a nice number from a commercial. I was like, I can't believe I'm getting paid this much money for yeah. one day of work. But at the same time, I wanted to like know the business side of Hollywood, right? Um, So my sister was like best friends with Chris O'Donnell's sister uh, and his brother-in-law was actually running his company and Chris also went to Boston College. So I went over to them. I'm like, look, can I just be an intern? You don't have to pay me. Um, And they, and that's the time when Chris had like his big deal. He was like Robin and he had a deal at Warner Brothers uh, and he worked and he had his company called George Street Pictures. I'll never forget this. And so they gave me a script to do coverage on the script Um, so Ah. I did the coverage, like, oh my God, you know what you're talking about? So they're like, come be our story editor for the company. And I'm like, listen, I came, you know, here to act like, no, 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 come and go as you please. So it was like, I was given such a gift to like work in development over on a studio lot. And at the same time, go act and, you know, and just be able to, to, to handle both worlds. But what was amazing about that, that opportunity was I went on to the Warner Brothers lot every day. And that to me is like my favorite lot. It's such a that's like a magical me place, too. just like New York City is to me. And you just feel yep. the history. And I'll never yeah. forget this. I always used to walk by uh, the ER soundstage, and I said to myself, "I will never walk into that soundstage unless I am invited." So I and I just that was like the New York to me it was like the soundstage of ER because I always had to pass it every day, and I never even poked my head in. And I'll never forget the yeah. day like I booked ER, and I was like really allowed to walk into that set. Like, that was such a special day. And Warner Brothers, is because of that reason, is always such a special place to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, when I first came to L.A., I had a similar... And by the way, don't you feel like having that... Having the sort of experience of seeing the, the business from... Any other angle other than acting is so helpful oh in gosh, terms of totally. like depersonalizing 100%. the things that are painful and yeah, like just having having a sense of the larger picture so that you're not turning everyone in who who doesn't hire you into like someone you assume hates you. But they, you know? but that's another it's,
1: thing of not making each audition such a big deal. And I still fight that sometimes too. Um, oh yeah, and you got to sure, remember, like you can't bring like that fear. Into the audition. I mean, I feel like casting people and producers—they smell fear. They're like sharks smell blood. So if you're mm-hmm. not, if you're bringing any of that into the audition, I feel like you're you're dead at arrival. Um, yeah. And you. I, and personally, I just like. And
0: you would know dead on arrival because as a professional, you worked on ER.
1: And so I, you and really, and medically, I, exactly. medically, I, you would know. I, and, final des- final des- and final Death all the final and final destination five. Oh, that's where I right. Was killed twice. <laughs> that's right. Right. And I always make the joke. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing the first four. If you get to five, you call me. But I'm not touching <laughs> the first four. I'm not going near it. But if you do five, give me a call. Give <laughs> me a call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Janet, that, Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah 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 we get it
0: yeah. yeah listen you and me we get it uh when i first so what i was gonna yeah, say is tell me about you i feel like you're asking me up. so much
1: i love you. um
0: well guess what it's gonna get turned back on you oh, that spotlights me so no. hot you're not even gonna know what to do um when i came down similarly i had like you know a, a, a person i had worked for in san francisco who um connected me with a with a like a prop stylist um in in LA who was working on like a magazine editorial and he hired me as his assistant and he had me go to all of the prop and costume houses uh, at the big studios to come through and like find these specific things we were looking for to dress the set with and um, it was exactly what we were describing like it felt so magical and it felt like like I had imposter syndrome, like I can't believe that I'm just waving my ID and someone's letting me park no. <laughs> right in front of this warehouse, and then I'm just going in and like poking around I'm like taking you because know, they just sort of go, yeah, wow. yeah, yes. they're just like, oh yeah, here you know here, help yourself like the glittery stuff is over on aisle eighteen oh, that's and wonderful. you're just sort of on your own yes. and, and it was such a little kid feeling of like oh my God, like oh, you almost have a feeling of like. What if I just spent the night here? What if I hid okay. and spent? I was like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs>
1: like this is a movie. The Let's kid do kid this. You is this, like, is the yeah. this is our night at the museum. Let's spin it off. Exactly. Spin it off.
0: Exactly. That's great. Uh, um, I didn't
1: know that. That's such a magical experience too. I love that.
0: Yeah, jumping well, into history. Because if you look sometimes in exactly. like
1: my favorite thing as an actor sometimes too is to put put on the shoes. Right then, I feel like I'm. I don't know whatever reason sometimes putting the shoe on really grounds me oh, into sure. that character. And one of my favorite. I wish things,
0: that often that didn't mean stilettos for me. That's the only uh, caveat. For, listen on my end. I
1: told my wife, I'm like, after doing uh, a show like in the '70s, um, and I had to wear platform shoes. I'm like, you never ever have to think you have to wear high heels or whatever for me, because I'm like, this is brutal. This is why yeah. do people do this? This is brutal. Yeah. But the, what crazy. was my point? Anyway, so I love looking at the, the shoes. shoes. No, you're the, right, shoes though, get, the shoes, the shoes. But I like looking at the shoes. Sometimes they have like old actors who wore those shoes like stitched in somewhere. And I'm just like, Oh my God, the history of these shoes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because people don't realize necessarily that they pull costumes from, Forever. Forever Like if they're in good shape Then they'll just use The real thing yes. It's not like someone just A costume quote unquote Designer is not necessarily A person who's drawing A bunch of new patterns To make it look like It's the 70s It's like no If they have oh, legit. If they have a million things From, from the 70s And they it. fit Like yeah
1: And here's the other thing I feel like other original. actors Always are the ones They get to like Yeah you can take that Take that with you After your work Like I'm never For whatever No one ever says PJ take that They're like We're gonna need that Back for me
0: <laughs> So I'm like I have
1: no I have no gear That's
0: cause you're doing those period pieces oh, like, we're
1: gonna need that right back we'll take that yeah right back. I'm like, whereas just, like occasionally today, yeah though, if i'm i'm like god i love to- <laughs> the jacket i would, i look really like this is well fitted i'm like you clearly fit this i went to a special place to get right. this jacket and suit fitted to my body this is the best i've looked in my life uh-huh. in my life <laughs> and can i just keep this or like we're gonna need that back I'm like, uh-huh. what? I'm like, I know there's no reshoots. I'm like, no one can afford to do $6 million at this day cost for me to be in right. the suit again. I promise you. I promise you. Right. Sorry, right. Peter. we're going to need that back from you. I'm like, okay. Uh, we're going to need
0: that back. Okay. Um, and in fact, could you get it cleaned for and us? like, yeah. If you G- could go ahead and Do you have a good cleaners that, that but, we but can trust as
1: well? The overhead yeah. here is just too high.
0: Yeah. <laughs> When you would go to New York as a, as a teenager, would you ever, did you ever see stuff being filmed or did you just have a sense that like that must be going on? No, all the time, I never. And that, that would have, have my across. brain would
1: have exploded. I was like, oh my God, that's how it's happening. I never saw it. But you got to remember also going into New York, I, I saw that transition. Like I saw a Times Square change, you know, mm. uh, it, it was, it was dicey and, and I remember in and, and a big time, I remember actually speaking of politics, like, so, you know, have my mom worked in politics and, uh. And at that time, you know, she helped all the presidents you know, who were running for the different, you know, for offices like Dukakis and Mondale and Gary Hart and all that. Uh, and then ultimately, like Bill Bradley, she was, she was like his senior advisor and ran for president. But I went to like all the Democratic national conventions, I think, since Atlanta. Like I didn't miss one. Um, oh, wow. And it was so important for my mom, mom to bring my sister and I to like see this in history and how the power of voting and all that stuff. But I'll never forget the one that w- when Clinton was there and it was in New York City. Uh, and it was at Madison Square Garden, uh, and actually worked that one as like a, a PA. Or I just remember leaving and seeing how, and still like it was dicey around, you know, yeah. around. Uh, and it, it was a little, it was a little scary. But I, I love that. I, I mean, that just that, that just sort of thrill of. I like the grime. I like the dirt. I like right. the realness of it. You know, to me, there's certain spots in New York City now. I'm just like, it breaks my heart that you know. I'm glad it's safer, but it's just like. Everything has become a bank or a CVS or like uh, yeah, it's like yeah. Ugh, gross. Dwayne Reed, yeah, oh, Dwayne, Dwayne Reed. I mean, I love <laughs> I love getting cotton swaps for my ears, but I just <laughs> I just miss that like character. You know, we're losing so yeah. much of that in in New York City, and it just it breaks my heart.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so cool about your mom. I'm I don't know that I knew that. Um, oh yeah, Bill Bradley. Bro, so Bill is Bill Bradley from like the
1: great state of New Jersey. Paper? Senator Bill Bradley the great city or of is new that a
0: different bill bradley
1: no the, the, he wasn't also like was the a, editor of the. oh no 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 yeah, D- different guy different. 60 minutes okay yeah no bill bradley played uh played professional basketball and won a championship for the knicks and then went on to be a senator uh oh. from the great state of new jersey
0: okay we're gonna take a break i will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at maximum fun
1: tights and fights is the perfect wrestling podcast from maximum fun and this week we're speaking to austin creed better known as wwe's xavier woods to find out more about his favorite tv show growing up and i would watch golden
0: girls all of the things that i'm obsessed with in my life all of them have that aspect of teamwork so golden girls is four women right in the house no no their fifth person is their chemistry. That, to me, is the most important thing, because that's what we're all trying to find.
1: WWE and G4's Austin Creed on tights and fights. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Were you into sports when you were a kid? Oh,
1: my God. That's all I did. I didn't really act. I, <laughs> I played sports. Uh, I, I got three three varsity sports: uh, soccer, basketball, and baseball. I was captain oh. of the basketball team. That tells you how wow. good we are. That you're popping a five ten kid as your captain <laughs> tells you how <laughs> talented we were. Uh, but no basketball. I always make. I always think like if I if I focused on acting as much as I focused and, and practiced basketball, I would have had an Oscar by now. No question.
0: <laughs> well, but you also you did the same thing I did which is that you went a totally different direction and then sort of looped back around to acting or maybe in your case you did it wasn't even a loop you like really discovered it in
1: college yeah it wasn't like in college For yeah sure. yes yes
0: because you were you were studying finance
1: weren't you I was finance I graduated with a finance degree do you want to hear that story do you want to hear it I can tell it or if I told it I mean, 4 listen, million I, times I feel like I've told it I, so much You know what
0: I don't want I don't want to hear it
1: You should you don't deserve I don't it. Hear it you don't deserve it Okay long story you short here we go <laughs> Here's the long and short of it Uh sophomore year uh I came home from a crazy final session and I lived in an eight man and no one was home yet and I, so I just started drink, getting back to beer. I started drinking Golden Anniversary. No, Thank no. God. In college, it was probably Natty Lights. From Natty Lights that we would <laughs> I went to Boston College, so we would like drive across the border to New Hampshire to get the cheaper beer. Anyway, so I started drinking. No one came home. It was like 11, 12, 1. Finally, a roommate at 3 o'clock comes in. Uh, my roommate, actually from LA, which is funny. He was a, from, the only kid from Los Angeles. Uh, and he goes, I'm gonna audition for a play. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, come drink with me. And like he's like, no, audition for a play. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, all right, look, I'll come with you if you come drink with me after. Uh, he's like, yeah, that's fine, but it's like you need to have a monologue. I'm like, I didn't even know what a monologue was. He's like, you know, you talk for two minutes. I'm like, all right, let me just make something up about talking for two minutes. He's like, the audition's over in thirty minutes. I'm like, just let me make something up. Obviously I'm a little buzzed, so I'm a little confident. Anyway, I make up this thing about I'm an old man talking to a shrink. I show up, and they're like, what's the title of the play? And I'm like, Cupcakes in Heaven, which is a lie. I made that up. And they're like, who's the playwright? And that moment, I'm like, what is that? Oh, the playwright, the author. I'm like, John Ballard. He was my high school history teacher. So that, from oh, that what? moment, just make it up. Long story short, I get the part, <laughs> and he doesn't. And then
0: I mean, you're every you every aspiring, passionate actor's worst nightmare. Oh yeah,
1: horror! It's terrible. Well, I'm also getting <laughs> back to like how confident and loose I was. No fear. There was no fear in this moment. I had nothing I to lose. Let me tell you,
0: ugh, people. The pe- people who are listening to this podcast who love you as Bolin on the Legend of Korra must be so happy right now because that is such a Bolin move. Mm. It's such mm-hmm. a Bolin move for him to be like, oh i guess i could act Ho, i mean look, hum, look what happened to him on the show yeah <laughs> yeah i guess i i guess i'll i guess i'll eat some noodles and then just go make up a monologue about noodles yeah, and then fine. uh i'll get this part, that's a yeah, tuesday that's just play. a
1: random tuesday <laughs> yeah so that's right. how it started right. and then like faculty saw the play and they're like come audition for like bigger shows like tar- i did tartuffe and then uh then uh this god bless the power of teachers especially this one man he goes, you should double major in this. And I'm like, oh, that will help my public speaking for finance. And like, you know, I figured one day, oh you God. know, my route, I think it was like sort of predetermined that like, you'll go to finance and then one day you'll go off into politics into like the family business, if you will. And, and right. that, and that'll be your life. And I was like, oh, theater will help me in my public speaking. So I double major. And uh, senior year, the banks come on. You get courted by, like, the banks to work on Wall Street. And I get a job. And I'm like, this is great because I finished most of my finance classes. So literally my senior year, like, I knew I had a job waiting for me. I just had to take acting classes and, and my acting major and, like, learn about Fresnels and ellipsoidals. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Uh, and then, so, but literally, I think it was, like, in December, this guy, God bless teachers, and I say this all the time, his name is Dr. Houchin, And he was a teacher at uh, Boston College in the theater department. And he came up to me and he's like, PJ, I think you should turn down that job on Wall Street and go to grad school to learn how to be a proper actor. And I go, I think you should stop drinking Jack Daniels because that is <laughs> insane. Uh, and, but God bless this man. And this is where he really came through. He filled out my applications for me. Like he got my recommendations done. He did all like the legwork. He goes, What a meddler. Yeah, he's a meddler. And he goes, look, this means nothing. You have to, you know, have a classical monologue and a contemporary monologue. And that sort of will will decide if you get into school. But, like, the paperwork's done. Here are the three best schools, I think. They only take ten kids. If you don't get in, I won't say another word. And obviously I was so touched by, like, this gesture and him doing all this. I was like, of course I was going to audition. And, like, God bless this man. And I got in. And that's how it started. And I got into the theater school at DePaul University in Chicago. Which is another, and that's another great experience too, because like Chicago is such a theater town. It reminded me of yeah. New York. It's like, you know, it's it's gritty and it's character actors, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me.
0: So, do you remember what you did? I, obviously, for your contemporary monologue, you just did Cupcakes in Heaven. Were um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <for, laughs> you traditional? John Villard. Yeah. I, love I think it was like word.
1: Yago. It was like Yago or something. Uh huh.
0: Uh
1: huh. From Othello. Um, yeah, it was uh, Yago from Othello, and I was like, other people's money, or something like that. That Danny DeVito monologue from like a a movie, oh. I think I remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. What uh, I and listen, I hate to circle
1: back on this. Circle, like, back. Seriously, hey, Jan, did, circle, circle back, seriously. Circle seriously. Did back. that
0: or did that not ruin your relationship with your uh, roommate?
1: did that <laughs> like no he goes but always now he's like if you ever win an award a big you have to thank me i'm like done it ruined my relationship he, with my parents because he was in the program
0: at, at at Boston college right no no he was
1: <laughs> not no he was just did it oh, yeah okay. no he was just like i thought it be i he. just
0: imagined you like just completely moving into his world and him being like oh, i no. also would have liked to play Tartuffe, asshole. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would never actually I would have consciously been aware of that and not done that no he was all my other roommates were like jocks he was sort of the one like creative too I remember he was like he ran he was like really big on the radio show the radio at the school And I think he just wanted to do that uh, it wasn't like a crazy passion of his nor was it mine gotcha. I think it was just some kind of a fun thing that happened it's like someone I always feel it's like someone bigger looking down on me like if I didn't go to BC I would I would not be acting today that's I'm so positive of that
0: yeah yeah When you were on all these various sports, um, were you like, was it it super competitive? What'd you say?
1: Doing cocaine? Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, (laughs) yeah, it was forever. Yeah, no, we, I had a great sports high school. We were, we were really good, uh, at soccer and basketball. We were fine. The year before us, we were awesome. Uh, but baseball still to this day, I'm haunted. We lost in the state finals, uh, in baseball, and like so many, kids – like one, two of the kids got drafted. Like one actually took the draft. This guy named Rob Debrino. Everybody played in college. I can't believe I was on that team. I would only play like right field here and there because that's how insanely good we were. Wow! Um, but yeah, it was intense. But but that's I, it's all I knew. It was like sports, 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 and you know, growing up in you know suburban New Jersey was it was, it was sort of a big deal. And I love sports, and God, you know, it was kind of magical.
0: Were you dating in high school?
1: Uh, yes. I was dating. For sure. I was I was I was out there. I was dating. I was a man I was uh-huh. a man about town. I was uh-huh. I was a I was a gentleman caller. I was I was I Was a gentleman caller. Class menagerie. Uh uh-huh. Did I Wait, what was the question? Did I Yeah. Over- I
0: said did it did did you have like longer term girlfriends or were you just kind of playing the field? Yeah, there I think there uh, were not like, in like in longer ones sense, but since you were yeah. also playing the field. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were some long Sure, sure, sure. Uh Yes I mean
0: I only ask because I can't I can't It could have gone either way Like You're the kind of person Like first of all You're so lovable and sweet and wonderful um, but you're also very cute that I could see any number of things like I could see you being like oh yes I had the same girlfriend all four years oh no like, that yeah. one of those like yeah. crazy or that you're very playful and that you would be like oh you know like I wasn't a heartbreaker but like you know I dated around yeah. and, like you know I wasn't interested in or that you could be like oh no I was like everyone's little brother like I couldn't it could have oh, gone God, a number ter- of that, ways that do you been know terrible. what I mean
1: that would have been terrible that would have been terrible <laughs> everyone's little brother I feel I feel for that guy whoever that guy is uh, bless yeah um, yeah they're out there no i've dated yeah, and then, they're, they're then, then and sort of later in college i dated longer um and then in grad school longer and then uh and then god thank god i found my wife jesus christ thank god she can put up with me <laughs> but who loves sports too jamie jamie was the captain of the cheerleading team at villanova so she has such a basketball oh, okay. passion like i have a huge basketball passion um yeah so thank god and also she's an angel thank god i found my wife yeah <laughs>
0: She's lovely. What a wonderful family you
1: have. Oh, I hate them so much. I hate them. <laughs> what? We're gonna keep them. There's another one. I have another child coming, which is just insane to me. I know. Pre-pandemic. Who knew? Who knew? Who? This child will known? come during a pandemic. The child technically could be born. I'm not even joking. On election day. No, no joke. Oh wow. They're like so primed for that day to be born. That's like right in the window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you how how is your family in general kind of reacting to and we don't have to d- dig in any way deep into politics at all. Sure. But but in terms of like if you have a family that is more active in politics or that has, you know, that that's kind of woven into the the fabric of who they are. Um, is this like is <laughs> I feel like this year for some people is like, OK, you know what? I've reached my max and now I've actually come down to like not even a dull roar because I just can't. I can't go over the top on this or I'll have like a coronary. Um, and then other people are still very much in it and like, you know, just sort of still still putting that passion out there. Again, God bless them. Um, because there is so much kind of ennui happening in the world of politics right now. Is, is, is your family in general kind of like amped or are they like, whew, let's, uh, let's take a breath here. No,
1: I think when you grow up in that world, you are hyper aware. I think we are constantly like cnn and, and it's not a healthy thing in cnn or msnbc or bbc or fox news i try to watch all of it i really do just to see uh how what people are listening to and 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 how mm-hmm. it's playing out in the world and i think we are very uh we expose ourselves to a lot especially my mom i, I know for sure and and myself uh uh and it's it's ugly and and i think It's funny when this all started, and my you know we're Democrats, so but we're open to you know any and all ideas. It's like, are you fiscally conservative? And Chris Rock makes a great joke. He's like, we all have to. It's like I hate Democrats. I hate Republicans. Independent. Like each issue should be taken on, and you have to do your homework and not just listen to one sort of like megaphone. Um, right. so I try to, I generally, tr- I guess
0: that doesn't sound like a joke to me, but I do.
1: No, it's not a joke, but like he makes it, he makes a joke of, he's like, <laughs> I am fiscally conservative when it comes to like money, you know, but when it comes to prostitution, I'm liberal, you know, like that's the joke. <laughs> I think that's, which is funny. And it like, but you get the bigger picture of what he's getting at. Right. It's like, everything right. is its own thing. So don't just like, what's the, what's the, what, what's the company line? Okay. We are this. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, yep. you know, just psychotic about it um yeah. and talking you know and i have family and friends who are republicans and it's funny though i can listen to fox news and then i could just it's just like they're spouting out like talking points for them and then they spout out the same talking points i'm like well there's this other and then that just becomes fake news and it's like it's tough to have these conversations and i think what's interesting from my mom's perspective which you know having been in you know politics and 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 working in so many various areas of government for so long, she's always she always is up the motto of like, we are a big, you know, we're a big ship, America. And to try to get us off and turn the ship, you need a lot of things to happen yeah. because the bureaucracy of America and like the checks and balances are there. But I yeah. think for the first time and now after four years of our current president, like his ability to sort of wipe away and sort of like take out the foundations of certain institutions, I think it bumps her. Uh, it bumped her a little bit, and and I think what really the first time that I heard her, she's like very conscious of what's going on. I think is is what he's going to do uh, it, when the election happens. His he's already saying the mail it's a fraud, um, and he's going to call into questions. You know, is is the is is this a valid election? Uh, and if you right. and if you deep dive, it's like what is really our backstop to stop this from happening? You know, this is the. The great thing about America is, like, we hand over the baton year, you know, every four years, if it or every eight right. years, to the next, uh, to next president. And if you're in a different party, it's just done seamlessly. Then that's what makes America great, you know, truly. Um, and right. if it's going to literally come down to something like we need to get, you know, ten more people elected in the House as Democrats, and and three more elected to to flip the Senate to really protect us as Democrats, it's like, is that where we're at right now? That it's going to go that right. far? That, right. you know, Congress has to put a vote in to decide who's the next president. Like, that's what we've become as a nation. And I think that is sort of given her a sense of pause, that we're actually having that conversation and that we're having conversations of, like, how many lawyers do we have spread out across America to make sure that no one's, you know, hindering people from voting? And how many,
0: yeah. you know,
1: and how much oversight is there on, you know, in this election? And so that's, I think that's the for the first time I've seen her go, wait, this is this is bigger Uh, and a little scarier than anything we've ever had in the past. I mean, you know, we got to remember, we are at a civil war. We were a nation fighting each other, and and we still had an election, which, you know, Abraham Lincoln, he really thought he was going to lose, and yet he had that, you know, election. And, you know, we had a civil war against each other, and the mail was still delivered, everybody.
0: right? The mail was still delivered.
1: And if we think that in this moment we're going to speed bump the mail... Because yeah. of a pandemic, it's like yeah. we can do this. Yeah, chaos. No, but that's what it, you know. That's 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 the model of sadly of our current yep. president. It's like, look at this dumpster fire. Look at this dumpster fire. And fear, fear, fear. So yeah, that's yeah. you know, and then you can't hear the true issues and true facts. Like there are real facts that can't be spun.
0: Right, right.
1: America. Yeah, America. I mean, I think
0: that's that's. America, everybody. No, I, I, just to put a button on that, I think um, that's that 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 takeaway for me, especially, you know, what's been going on this year. But but something that um, as I've gotten older has become more and more important to me is is also the, the justice system. And those two things work hand in hand. Right. And I think that's what what is terrifying about it is also what is so special about it, which is that, you know, if, if it's if it's working how it's supposed to, it is a ch- an evolving, changing, living, breathing yes, thing, totally. right? The law has to be that because we are evolving. And, you know, in some ways, you know, people feel that we've gotten worse. I, in, in some ways, people feel we've gotten more ethical or, you know, however you want to look at that. Ultimately, you know, if everything is the same as it was 300 years ago, that's a problem. Because yeah. nothing else is, you know, but at the same time, so, you know, so the things that all the holes that are being poked in everything, you know, when you see like, uh oh, you can really poke a lot of holes or you can really undermine, you know, depending on who you are and what the circumstances, you can find a lot of different ways to disrupt this process. But at the same time, you know, the sort of most optimistic outlook is, well, we, that all that stuff should be pushed and prodded and tested and cut into and sewn back together and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, you, it's just, it's very scary. And you hope that it doesn't be, you know, that it's not a, a too late scenario or that it's not like, we just don't know how to, we don't remember how to do that. Or if we ever, you know, did.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I th- Look, I think you should always poke holes. I like, you know, Lewis, there's good trouble to be had on, on every front. You know, whether, because I, I, you know, I might not agree with someone else's opinion. He, he or she might not agree with mine. But I think everyone should sort of push the envelope. But when you get into lying and spinning and... And, and then the dirtiness and dif- divisiveness of it so that you can't come together and have a real conversation. You're just taking yes. spin talking notes. Yeah, when
0: facts don't matter. That's a very when, scary scenario. That's very, very, scenario. very, very,
1: very And very scary. And, you know, when it's just a PR team pushing, like, the world, that's – that is that's a that's a scary thing. And, you know, and sometimes I'm like, I'm not if I wear the American flag, does that mean I'm someone thinks now I'm a Republican all of a sudden or like a, a red yeah. hat?
0: I know it's so unfair. That is
1: that to me. And, you know, I purposely sometimes wear a red hat and I, I hang a flag outside. I'm like, no one you don't if just because you're a or Donald Trump, fan, you don't get to hijack the flag from an American. You don't get to hijack yeah. the color red from a hat right. i want to wear you know what I'm saying? that's how crazy <laughs> yeah. it's gotten and one of my buddies like why are you wearing a red hat you look like you're a trump supporter i'm like what I and mean, that's from a democratic friend i'm like wait a, guys I, has it come to this right i can't wear a red hat like this is just that to me it's like th- those little things every day that you're like wow we're this is really where we are right now and we yeah. and and the fact that we just can't we just because co- in any other conversation with my one of my best is a republican and like family, friends. Like on every other level, we are completely lovely and normal. I come to you for huge advice. You come to me for massive moments in your life and advice to make gigantic decisions, gigantic decisions Mm. that will change the path of your life that you come to me for advice and vice versa. And yet when it comes to like politics, it is psychotic. And the things I hear spouted, I'm like, that's just what? That's not a real... It's crazy to yeah. me. It's crazy yeah. that we're here now. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Well, let me let me ask you this cuz I, I definitely want to respect your time and your family's time. Oh, it's um okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Just to bring it back around bring again it back. for those Quora, Janet, for those bring it legend back. of coral lovers out there. Oh, that's right. That's um, what we did together. And 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 I and yeah. and this is maybe um, like an eye-rollingly didactic question that Good people are like, to... no, "No, no, no, no. I want to hear about what it was like to work on the show." But you know, take something like that show, which, you know, we're so excited, of course, is is on Netflix and are, is kind of garnering this new generation of fans and people yeah. are revisiting it from, from the past and loving it. And a lot of articles that are coming out are talking about how... Um, how pertinent a lot of the the conflicts in the in the various seasons are um with respect to what's happening not you know just in the nation but in the world right now um and 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 i think we turn to stuff like that because we sort of need this we feel the sense of like we need a hero right or we need yeah what do we do because it all feels so messy and complicated um but but what what would you say to to young people who you know for example love Legend of Korra and love The Last Airbender and feel like how do I bring those values into my action as a person living in America as this November approaches like is there how do we all become you know the fire ferrets like what do we what do we what do we need to do because we can't you know necessarily bend earth and water and fire and air and how how do we how do we do our small part to you know balance the universe as it were that's a
1: that is a great question right first of all mad props to our creators i think they're like the, the most brilliant guys yeah that that have such a good touch uh, and a sort of sense of like what is right and wrong in the world, and they have such yeah. an ability to to tell a story to show like what are core values that everyone needs to have right and yeah. and and when everything seems so hopeless, especially now when we're like you know, there's a pandemic, there's a financial crisis, we have a climate crisis, and we're fighting for social justice. Those are four major issues. Now, you can decide mm-hmm. on some level to take on all those issues and have a nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you should be aware, and and, and and at any moment, you should be able to to, to, to stand up and, and, and fight for what you think is right. Um, but just fundamentally, and I tell this, I say this all the time, and I try to at least live my life this way. If you're just, if you just try to and in any decision that comes across your plate where you're dealing with life every day, it's like, what is the classy move here? Or what's the classy way to, 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 to deal with whatever question someone asking me or whatever choice I have to make with my life or how to treat other people, or if you feel you were wrong by someone, like, how do you respond in a way that is classy? And, and, and that will for help you in a couple ways. One, you're going to sleep so much better at night, right? If you tell the truth and you treat people with dignity and respect and you treat people how you want to be treated, like your life, for just, just the basic fundamentals, you'll go to bed better at night because you won't let it fester in your head. And then when you see a problem in the world that you know wholeheartedly and you do your homework and you understand what you're saying and you're not just listening to one voice uh, and, and you're getting and you're studying all the details of like, you know, there's a reason. It's not just like, you know, people are kneeling because they hate our troops, like no, when they're doing the Pledge of Allegiance or they're you know they're we're singing the national anthem, people are kneeling. Well, yeah. they're kneeling really because you know men fought or fought in other countries and in our country, and men and women, and they and they battled so that we have the right to protest. America was founded. We threw the tea in the ocean to Great Britain yeah. because you know we you know you, you know taxation without representation. We are a nation of protesters, and that's right. that's this incre- that's what makes America great. Um, and we're they're kneeling to say we feel there is police brutality afoot, right? That we yeah. you know that we understand that. But when it's spun uh, and it says, you're actually kneeling because you don't respect our troops. like that's not the case at all. And for people that are saying that, it's it's sad, and I hope they would you know look a little deeper in into that uh, that argument. But yeah, I think it's important to do your homework. I think it's important to stand up. And and do your part to what you feel is right or wrong in this country, uh, whether whether I agree with you or not. But I think it's important because we can get to the end of this debate if we. But as long as we have it in a sensible, uh, you know, calm manner, where we're not like. It's just crazed and we're so entrenched in, in on our side and your side and we can't have any sort of common ground and I feel that it's found its way into Congress and into the Senate and into politics and unfortunately I, 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 I hope it hasn't found our, our way into our Supreme Court. you know it's just like we have to get back to like we're all here for one for one 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 for all and all for one. like we have to come together especially in a moment of a pandemic like I can't believe we're not coming together as a nation. And working together yeah. as one unit. I mean, that's also what makes America great. Like we can come together and as America and take on anything and the, the divisiveness is just so disheartening. And I think I think if you want to do anything and just start a simple in your own little life, just like be classy in any decision you make, treat everyone you know with dignity and respect and help any person around you as much as you can, even if it's just going to a neighbor's house to check in on them, or maybe there's someone yeah. elderly that's like, do you need anything? Can I help you? Um, and that might spark a conversation, you know, with, with your neighbor who happens to be older and you find out, like, what is their politics and, like, what's their story? What's their history? And and that yeah. helps inform your story of your life and who you want to be and how what kind of world do you want to see?
0: Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think that I love everything you're saying. I think those, those I small love America. actions sometimes. I love America. You, I love that you love America. I love, I love you. Yes. Uh, I think, you know, that idea of, you know, for the most part, every person, we can all relate to just wanting to feel seen and wanting to feel heard. And that, you know, that's the, that's, that whenever that's possible that's going to be the most genuine way into understanding where someone else is coming from and and understanding how maybe you've come to different conclusions about stuff and i just don't see how that can ever be anything but helpful yeah (laughs) is to feel like you understand you know that doesn't mean you have to agree and in some cases obviously you know you don't have to you you can actively work to you know to try to push something in a different direction if you really feel like there's there's a dangerous thinking happening. Um, but to not just sort of give up, and that's that's really hard. It's hard not to feel like, oh, I guess I'll just give up on people that I feel like aren't agreeing with me. Like, you know, we just have to sort of take it one step at a time. And I, I think you're right. It's those small moments. They may not feel as heroic as this bit grand gesture that you wish you could do as like a superhero. Yeah. But that those, all of those those small motions um, really, really, really make a difference when they're when everyone's doing them, and it's this sort of like beautiful, like beehive instead of just one bee doing one, one extraordinary thing. thing. You know, and it's as
1: simple as talking to whoever you like. Let's say your parents don't believe in climate change. It's like having that conversation in a calm you know, manner where we keep talking about it and you're going to teach me what you think and vice versa. You know, it's talking about social justice. It's talking about like, how could we have helped this pandemic? You know, how can we come together as a nation more? It's like, but I think it is important to have those conversations. And I think we find ourselves in whenever politics come up, we're going to shut up because I'm not going to agree with you. You're not going to agree with me. And it's not going to get anywhere. And it's like, well, well, then we won't get anywhere as a country then if we can't have that conversation at all anymore because it just starts creating such vitriol and the vitriol is really the problem you know it's like we need to have honest fact-filled conversations calmly
0: (laughs) oh oh it's time for a quick break i will be back after a word from our friends at maximum fun
1: Because everything's a disaster. But it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday, right here on MaximumFun.org, as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember don't drill a hole in your head.
0: here's our last thing that we do for my podcast is i play this little mash game mash stands for mansion apartment shack or house Manchin, wait, a mansion is, apartment
1: you don't shack yeah or house. okay i thought i'd pick one yeah okay. This, no
0: no this is just this is like a game that um many of us played as as younger people and some of us still uh do myself included um but all you have to do is just give me um your answers from the heart on a few different categories and i'm gonna lob at you and then by the end we're gonna have this kind of um alternate universe reality for Peach that he gets to enjoy um and and imagine is kind of real uh, in a spidey universe multi-universe this is crazy. So, i've never
1: played this game i'm so excited i have no idea what's Happening, bring it.
0: Okay, you will live through it, and I think you'll be happy about it. Okay, cool. Okay, first, and and just rest assured, you will not be able to think of everything that you want to in two hours from now. You're going to be like, oh, oh, why didn't I say blah blah blah? Should blah. have said veal that's, piccata. Damn it. That's oh, you know what? Screw this. I'm starting with that category because that is a real category that I use every single time. Oh, I love it. In this alternate reality we're creating for you, you can have uh, three different foods. Um as big and like general category ours is very specific to one type of cookie or one type of vilpicata uh in this reality, nothing is bad for you, nothing is bad for the environment. Mm. you can have as much as you want, you'll never get sick, never get fat. It's just like this wonder world of you can have uh these things in perpetuity with zero ramifications three
1: okay, anything from Lilia restaurant in Brooklyn can I say is that too big like no, pasta? That's great. Okay, yeah Lilia all day uh defar's pizza uh and probably um, uh, the steak, uh, the porterhouse from uh, Peter Luger's with with the Peter Luger sauce.
0: Great! I love that you gave shout outs to small businesses. Uh, oh, and they're all in okay. New York.
1: I feel I, I should have said something I, in L.A. I, There's <laughs> great food here too, by the way. There's great food here. <laughs>
0: You're allowed to, to to love New York. Okay, speaking of loving New York, three places in the world that you would love to have a second home. and uh, we're going to pretend like Wait, we can just Wait, three, the so. three places in the world? Three places
1: in the world? mm Mhm. Okay. Yep,
0: cuz you're going to end up with one by the end. You'll end up with one thing from each category.
1: Uh Okay, Seagirt, New Jersey, like this one house like there's like a little alcove like on the you'll, people will know it's like on the other side of the tennis courts. So it's a, probably like three blocks of houses. Like a house on the beach right there. Boom yeah um i'd like to have a house uh somewhere like in the italian alps somewhere so i can ski um and then i'd like to have i'd like to buy the property in sicily that's that my grandfather grew up on
0: oh yeah okay great i don't want to tell you how i just spelled sicily i mean i know how to spell sicily but some bad stuff just happened that's fine um like i started it with a c (laughs) like it was Cecily tyson
1: Oh, my God. Um, can a boy be named yeah. Sicily, by the way? Can you name a boy Sicily? That's, that's a good question. That's a great question. I mean, I, I don't about know. about that. Huh, interesting. I
0: don't make the rules. I invite you to do whatever you Sicily want.
1: Sicily Byrne, get in here, you son of a bitch. Sicily Byrne. Yeah. Sounds,
0: okay, yeah. Uh, next category, three movies that you can jump into and hang out in whenever you want. You're not reliving the plot. You're just in Hoosiers, that world Hoosiers, my number one characters. film all the time.
1: Hoosiers all day. That's my favorite film uh, forever. Uh... I gotta say a star wars let's just go the first one why not because i love sci-fi right. uh a third film jeez louise you're really killing me here uh, uh i can't believe i can't think of a third film hoosiers star wars and i, I don't want to go dark movies because it's like i was gonna say matrix but I'm like that's too i would be so fucked up i would be a mess <laughs>
0: It is such a good movie, though. I know, it's but I feel like the- I
1: can't handle this. This is just yeah. too...
0: Yeah. There's no hope.
1: This is fucking terrible. Am I going to... I'd be a fucker. Yeah. I'm like, where's the blue, the red pub Fuck me, man. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I'd curse a lot. I would curse a lot.
0: What about something that takes place in like... Like a different era of New no, York. No, I
1: know, but in New York, maybe, but then I'm like, I was, I was like, do I do a period piece? And I'm like, I the medicine of the time is terrible. I can't- I was always...
0: Nothing bad is gonna happen to you. You're in a safety bubble. Oh, I'm in
1: a safety bubble?
0: Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for treating that like it's a real no, thing. No, I can't. I'm, oh, already already in. I'm thinking of a safety every movie. I'm different. like
1: freaking the fuck out. I'm like, oh god, this is terrible. Um You know what movie I liked and I was in it, and if this is selfish? I I liked uh, just because uh, I'm Italian, and my, you know, I always having Sunday suppers at my grandfather's in Patterson Green Book. I want to. Oh sure, oh, I was in that because he. I just that when they go back to the to his house, and then he invites them over, and it's just like that's that's the world. Because I like having Sunday suppers and friends come over for yeah for food with their kids, and I like that.
0: That's great. That's great. Okay, next uh next question uh three legend of cora uh characters oh, that you Don't can hang out with oh fuck oh you know names of the people that have characters on the show who would i Come
1: want on. to hang out with um oh shit telephone uh T- tell them i'll call them back i mean cora for you for sure i mean our our crew is pretty solid i would i know i'm this is that a am i went wim- oh my god I'm, is he hearing the phone that's who. That's who. I mean, me. I can hear it. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh god, this is reality, guys. You want to? You want to live with me? <laughs> this is pandemic oh, life. Stop Hello. No one. I wanted to have. I, mean, pr- I do I wanted how to many- prank them back for like I this. This phone. I have. I have a landline. Just because I have kids and I want an alarm system, you know. So it's like, but yep. it's only. Oh yeah, gets, I have one too. Yeah, it only gets like. Hey, how you doing today? Good to see you. Like, it I? Right. I'm like, I don't, we don't need it. But that's, I'm sure you don't. But have you ever thought about, I'm like, have you ever thought about shutting the fuck up? Have you thought about that? But after doing Wolf of Wall Street, I feel for these people because they have to cold call. It's like they have a job and yeah. I get it. So I'm just like, all right. All right, yeah. All right. You're working.
0: It's a real, yeah. You're okay. working. Oh, sorry. I don't want to cut you. Okay. okay. What, was it? Yeah, so what was the So do you want to do yeah, Cora, and below? Yeah,
1: that's terrible. Is that terrible? No. I love because they're my family. Like I want to hang out with them for real. I Yo, know. Let's go.
0: I know. I know. I agree. Uh, okay. Next category. Uh, you said you like sci-fi. So let's do three sci-fi kind of worlds that um, it would be cool. Again, you're totally safe um, that you can have some kind of interaction with. Tron. Oh, thank you. I love you. This is why I love you. Um,
1: Dude, you know what? whoever is doing the cbs all access new star trek i gotta give them props yeah. the new one yeah. on like they brought it they did it they did it i yeah. watched those t- i watched like sci-fi and like 200 million dollar movies and all that stuff and like marvel to check out not that the acting is not good but i don't think about it when i'm watching that so it's not work for me it's like i can like leave and it yeah. just enjoy the story and the craziness and whatever and the big ideas and so yeah. I want to get that Star Trek most recent one. Good for them. Yeah. Because it Great. it seems like a big budget as much as you can for a TV show. And I know that costs a lot of money. So I'll do that.
0: Yeah. And that girl Beautiful.
1: on the show, the lead girl, I don't know her name. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. very good. That girl is yeah. legit. I mean, because yeah. I know you're looking at like little tennis balls and whatever the fuck is going on. And like this girl is <laughs> in it and she is crying and she yeah. is like, yeah holy crap (laughs) like good for her like when i have to cry sometimes my poor wife i've killed her in my brain so many times (laughs) (laughs) the horrors my wife has lived through i've had to to make her just to get a tear out of my eye for a moment poor jamie that's
0: right it's a compliment to her it's It's a compliment
1: um and then I, i will look am i gonna live and be cool but i can do like kung fu stuff like the matrix like all right let's let bring me there
0: and be cool to be cool
1: yeah, or the Matrix, uh, or should I say a Marvel movie? Now, like, give me, give me the Matrix. I just, I like that. You know why? Because when I was at yeah. Warner Brothers, that's the the uh, the they were across, they were across the hall. Wachowski. Oh, how do you say awesome. their name? I can't even say their names. Wachowski. Wachowski. Yeah, it was close enough. They were literally across the hall, so that was like a big deal in my brain too. So I kind of idolized them.
0: That original Matrix has it is still oh. like. The gold up. standard. It stands up. It's the gold it standard up. and it's referenced all the time sure. and it still feels super fresh. If you watch that movie again, you're like, holy, they really knew what was up. Oh, yeah. Um. And shout out to Sense8 because that was a show on Netflix yes. that I truly yes. loved. Um, okay. Next category, all due respect to your beautiful wife. All due respect to your beautiful wife who you've had to see die many times in your head <laughs> in order to be able to cry for a show. That's love. This is alternate that's universe. three. That's love, baby. Three three gals oh uh, or guys, listen, I'm not going to hey. tell you what to do Uh, hey. that you would love to have like an alternate universe romance with. And this can be like a character from something. It can be like, and you know, it could be oh. somebody from the 1920s. Like you I, could know put one, them I
1: know one, I know one all you want. day. Can I just say one? Because I, I think my wife would be fine with it. Yeah. Cause, and this is it. This is the only person like, I was like that. I'm just, I am struck by her. I'm struck. Mm hmm. From four weddings and a funeral, mm-hmm. um, and I can't think of her name right now. Oh my god, because she's just that character. <laughs> the the buddy, what's the she? What's her name? The she has short hair, but she was
0: oh holy yeah, shit, she was Kristen
1: a, Kristen a, Scott Thomas. Thomas. Kristen, Kristen Scott Thomas.
0: She is well, there's some, so
1: striking to me. Like oh, who is wonderful? This? And I I've yeah, that okay. would be amazing. Because then it would be... because I always feel like I'm so not cool enough to be yeah. around this person to engage this person but i was like she's beautiful but like so put together and regal yeah like that's yes. it all day like she fills up all three slots she's getting all a, oh a three goodness. slot yeah she that's it okay. i've that's never wonderful. felt that way about uh anyway like that that was it i was like wow what is that per- that's just oh, i, I love it. how yeah. strong a reaction yeah. you
0: had to her i also was, Who was yours like, yeah kind of obsessed with her in, okay. in that movie. so she's like, on I your couldn't...
1: list she's on your list as well
0: she, she is now i hadn't thought yeah. about it in a get minute but list. she is now that's
1: a great movie four I'm, weddings I'm and a funeral as well someone needs to I love that kind of movie.
0: Yeah. Someone needs to what? Don't make them redo it. No, I know. That's um, why okay. it's like
1: someone, something similar, but don't do that. That's why I stopped myself. Yeah. I was like, don't do that movie. Yeah.
0: Good for you. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Okay. Next category. There's only two more. We're going to get through this. We're going to let you go back to your family. That's okay. Uh, they uh, love you too. Next category like is going to be ooh, three sports that you are amazing Basketball. at in this alternate universe. Okay. Basketball. Basketball.
1: Skiing. Okay. I, I guess surfing. I'd love to be sick at surfing. <laughs> sick. Sick.
0: Uh and then three I gotta do one final thing for the for the for the L O K fans, I think. Let's say three
1: be- lava like, bending. Three things. Lava bending, sorry. Okay, well,
0: there yeah, you go. Yeah. No, L- I'm gonna take it. Take it. I'm gonna take it. Lava bending.
1: Lava Love is just fucking cool. That's just like, don't fuck with me. I will fucking burn right. you, and then I, you That's will be right. encapsulated in that rock forever. Yeah. Um, also, I just love that. I, I I still feel like I'm like, do I have that power? Is that real? Does that is like, I, it was so set up as like, is he gonna have it? Like, I still kind of yeah. question if i can do it yeah. and i think if i know i can do it i'm still like i hope it happens this time one more time like it, did. it wasn't taken away <laughs> they didn't ta- that's the power of our creators that they they i know i know they mind my brain so much even the audience that i as a character i still don't know if i have it um yeah well, I, I gotta fly everybody wants to fly right yeah and probably oh i yeah. know you you were able to talk to like the other side like the ghosts and stuff that's what- was gonna what say the fuck? that's so funny
0: of all the things that were gonna be coming up for some reason i was like i i was just thinking mm-hmm. about that the ability to communicate with deal. past avatars yeah. and with the with the spirit world i like Love that it. okay i like that um i i that's so funny because i really that's exactly what all i was thinking i was like i kind of wish i'll say but he won't say this and then you did say it. yeah um How many
1: times did i let you down we've had like seven of these i made you happy once you're like good for him
0: i'm finally slightly satisfied the rest of this is garbage okay uh thank you give me a number between one and seven
1: seven all day i got married on seven 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 that's when i got married july 7th oh really the day everybody in the world in history wanted to get married people were booking out places and they didn't even have a significant other that's how crazed people wait really oh there was a place a venue we tried to get and they're like, well, what's the couple? Like, well, it's just a woman now. She thinks she will fall in love with someone by them. I was like, wait, what? No. Oh no no oh, no. Oh yes, but that's why my wife was like, don't worry about it because she's also you know she's a, she does huge parties for nonprofits. She's like, oh, I'm gonna. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna find a sick venue and, and we'll make it. I can do it on a in a in a tree. And it'll be amazing. <laughs> you know?
0: Where did you end up doing? We it? End,
1: amazing. She crushed it. So the the ferry terminal. In we it's right. I, we met in Hoboken, New Jersey, my wife and I, at a bar called Madison's, which our first daughter's name Madison. <gasps> that's your daughter. Yeah, we met in Yep, that's, and I always make the joke, good thing we would meet at Hooters. That's my daughter Hooter. I love her so much. <laughs> um, but anyway, so like the town. I mean, the town next to us, Weehawken, and they had just built a new ferry terminal, and there was nothing in it yet. So oh. we literally. So it was amazing. So we were in this ferry terminal looking at New York City. And then at midnight, uh, you know, if the party was over, we had a ferry pull up and, like, the after party was on a ferry that, like, took us around the Statue of Liberty in New York. It was crazy. It was crazy. How wonderful. We did that for you, Janet. Um, (laughs) It was for you.
0: We hadn't met, but I I know I would have been the the speaker of honor. I probably would have married you two.
1: This feels right. This feels right for Janet Varney, a woman (laughs) I've never quite met yet, but she'll love it. That's right. She will love this. That's
0: right. So. Okay, I have the results of your mash uh, that I was doing while you were talking. How do you how um, do you decide
1: that though? You just go, This is a three, two, one like how do you
0: Yeah, it's kind of an eni. it's like a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, then you cross it out, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I move it such a clip though, that there's a there's a certain amount of like if I skip something, that's the universe to me. Oh telling yeah, you're like a
1: savant. This is amazing. That I've yeah, yeah I that this. I'm meant to. So it's like um, mad libs a little so I, bit. So I, I like this it is it is, it is names definitely names, a little by the bit way like madison mad and libby like mad lib that's what that's what they are
0: oh that's please tell me that you realize that after the fact and that that's reverse engineering and not a reason to name someone
1: 100 that just happened yeah i'm not that amazing <laughs> that's why i would ask before like because we have to name our son so it's like you know the uh, the, the clock is ticking here uh i'm like in Sicily. that's interesting
0: well, I'll tell you something. Say it. It wouldn't be inappropriate because in this MASH game, you have that property yeah, I got in it! Sicily, I Italy. Got it, yes,
1: come on down. Let's make you a deal. You also,
0: listen, You, it's not a mansion, a shack, or a house. It's an apartment. So that's just part of That's built into the game. Oh, yeah. You yeah. did end up with an apartment. So you have an apartment in Sicily, uh, but you oh, also own apartment? a bunch don't of lands. So. Wait a minute. I have
1: an apartment.
0: <laughs> listen. Listen. I don't know. I, it could be that you have one apartment and then elsewhere on the same property you have like all this other so stuff. Maybe I, you, so what? I'm
1: that American who came over and built an apartment <laughs> building in beautiful city, like that son of a bitch, a man of con. sons of bitches. All right. All right. That's exactly right. I just pissed That's off exactly all right. my relatives in all of Sicily. <laughs> Great. I love this I'm game. I'm so sorry. I love this but game.
0: But you can't, yeah, it, you cannot argue you with That's the, the magic That's of this game. Happened. You just can't. You just can't. Talk about being classy. Uh, Throw also, that out the window. Yeah, absolutely. Uh we're class free here. Yeah. You also have unlimited food from Lilia oh, in Brooklyn. That, lilia oh, is so happy. I, that's great. That, my uh, friends
1: that's my friends own that place and, and they the oh, chefs. Nice. Yeah, that's great.
0: Outstanding. Um, well I know that your alternate universe uh romantic partner, Kristen Scott Thomas, surprise, surprise. Oh my god I got her. Yes, also that's a big what fan When you
1: do a wonder. Um, can't lose that one. He,
0: I assume on the property in Sicily, you probably have a basketball court because you are a virtuoso uh, at basketball. That's, that's good. Okay, at least um, I'm bringing a dope
1: court. Maybe maybe the apartment building is for other basketball savants to come play and train <laughs> in Italy with me. That's fine. That's okay. All right, what I'm okay weird, with it. It's getting great better. What a
0: great world. It's getting better. What a weird, great world. Um, you also have uh, the ability to jump into the most recent Star Trek when you want to get away okay. into a sci-fi world. There we go. Okay. Or... And this is going to really piss off people who feel it's one or the other. You also can go into Star Wars. Oh, Uh-oh. let the battle for the it's best on. star blank begin. I, I
1: feel like I let some people down by saying some very like on the nose stuff, like very the big ones. But that's that's what the pandemic has brought me dude. Disney Plus was available. And so was CBS All Access. <laughs> so it's present. It's it's right. It's what I that's re- right. revisited recently. So there you go.
0: I'm very comfortable with it. I'm very Thank comfortable you. with Don't it. Judge you should be me. too. Don't judge me um and then lastly we'll throw out our two good newses from uh the kind of legend of Korra world which is that you are hanging with your bro mako and you're a lava bender
1: great oh so
0: well played well my played. brother
1: i dave, um dave i miss him yeah i miss us all being
0: together i know i do too are we gonna do another do one too. should
1: we make a call let's make a call and keep it going
0: I mean, I think we, I think we'll, we'll just make a few calls. I mean, we might take a few calls, um, but God knows we have that kind of power. I, uh, I have
1: that power. Look, the boys are available. They walked away from the Netflix uh, Avatar thing, so don't I know? Let's it. make a call. Don't I know Let's it. make a call. We love those. I boys. mean, aren't they like so um, baller to be like my right? This is feels wrong, and I'm not doing it
0: they're just cl- they're class they're classy acts, i'm telling man. you these are the guys because the way they talked about it was very classy oh, they're yeah so they're great
1: good. i'm telling you they're so they're, they're like we wish it nothing but the best but we will not be part of it <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, show business them. hard guys show business hard uh, that's a good
0: takeaway for you um i love you thank you, oh my so, God, I love much you so much for doing I miss the podcast. You. you're my sister this is such you. a pleasure. No, uh, well, listen. Uh, the, the The hope is to just keep pulling you into things, and you pull me into things, yeah. and then we'll keep doing stuff no, together. I, so. that's,
1: I have no problems with any, 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 of that. Uh, I, this is such a bizarre okay. thing because I feel like we never talk, where it's just so one sided about me. So that was a bizarre. I wanted. I want to know about more about you. How you doing? How you feeling? How's life? How's things? I guess
0: you got to. I guess you got to start a podcast. I'm dude. starting it.
1: Well, you can produce it. You're my. You 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 start your empire. Right. I'm one of your like people that you that has its own podcast right. and you're um, I'm part of the Janet Varney Empire, the JV Empire. That's right.
0: I'm going to lift you up from That'd your sad I'll place of being in it. everything that's ever oh, on. God, stop
1: it. <laughs> hey, listen, I got I got, no one I got could these deserve three more. kids. I got three. I got to pay for pay for school. That's right. Ugh,
0: that's right. Christ. That's right. Get those get those coins in the bank 50 50 chance 50 50 chance well this is now Um, my new
1: favorite show in the history of podcasts thank you for letting me be a part of it you're the best you're so good at this you're such a great you're great at this oh darling really true where
0: can people find you on social media please please
1: on social media you can find me at pj underscore burn b-y-r-n-e on instagram that's really it Okay, great. I do Twitter. Uh, I I feel like it's for some reason it's locked at twelve thousand two people for the last thirty six years. Like it cannot move. (laughs) Like I don't think that's counting right. It's just bizarre to me. It's bizarre. But but Instagram seems to be going up. So
0: okay, there you go. I'm horrible on both. You're doing great. Listen, don't you do that. You're Uh, doing great. You're doing great. Don't you do that. Don't you do that um all right sweetie i will let you go uh all of you listening to this podcast episode we adore you thank you thank you for listening thank yes. you for watching the show yes. and uh i will talk to you next time on the podcast
1: i'm gonna send a big hug to you and everyone whose ears are being tingled by our voices mm-hmm. does it say tingled yeah, we are real Tinkled.
0: ear tinglers because Ting- <laughs> i
1: say tinkle to my kids i can't believe i just said for everyone's ears are being tingled That's disgusting. (laughs) Oh, God. And now
0: for your golden anniversary, (laughs) I'm going to tinkle on your ears. You brought
1: it back. Good job. (laughs) Uh, That's a pro. That's a Uh, pro. All right, I love you. I love everybody listening.
0: I love you. Bye, babe. Uh, Goodbye, everyone. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi.
1: gaspapers bring the villains to their knees maybe we should move someplace else. maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist
0: owned audience supported